0: Hello, my name is Aditya. And my name is Mera. And we're both students in the Science School of Mathematics and Science. And today, we will be organising a collaborative podcast between Space Faculty and Science. Today, we are honoured to have Mr. Gregory L. Robinson on our podcast, former director of the James Webb Space Telescope at NASA. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So, James Webb Space Telescope has been a remarkable success for humanity in terms of space exploration and technology. So how do you think that this telescope can change the future of space?
1: So the James Webb Space Telescope is gonna tell us a lot about where we came from, uh, where we fit in the universe. It's gonna give us information on galaxies being formed, how we believe the universe was formed more than 13 and a half billion years ago. And for for just humans on Earth, the way we look at the sky will always be different as we learn more about our basic universe.
0: So just to follow up with it about the human on part, what uh, contributions can the space
1: telescope make to our lives on Earth too? So for our lives on Earth, uh, we learn a lot more about physics. Of course, we learn a lot over the last 200 years of physics with and without space. And as we learn more about exoplanets, about again, the universe, how it forms, we learn more about planets in our own solar system, uh, it will teach us more about physics and maybe it will unlock more secrets about physics and astronomy that we all know today and that will benefit from your account. On a related
0: note, so how do you think space exploration and technology in general can help us meet our sustainability goals?
1: So uh, so we have many different areas of space, uh, web is astrophysics, astronomy, uh, one area is earth science and we look at we study the earth as a system, as a system within our own solar system, how it interacts with the sun and how it affects us here on Earth. So um, as we learn more about that, the, the, the um, solar waves from the sun, how it impacts us, how we can make changes to adjust for it, and how we how we are impacted by climate, whether it's what I call natural climate and or human-induced climate change. Uh, we will learn a lot more on how to prepare which helps us sustain uh, over the long term. It
0: clearly wasn't
1: an easy feat uh, being the director of this massive program. So were there any challenges you faced in your journey as a director? Uh, so as director of James Webb, it was all a piece of cake. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so there were certainly a lot of technical challenges, um, and technical challenges drive costs, drive schedule, drive a lot of angst and stakeholders, and. and uh, we didn't have investors in our case, but an in industry that would be investors as well. Uh, so we, we really had to uh, change the culture to become more aligned. Everyone from the technician on the floor, through me, through the NASA administrator and now stakeholders that would be in Congress. Uh, so that was a tough part, changing the culture on the fly. If you start a new, a new project, you can kind of build a culture early. Uh, so I had to find a way to change the culture real fast uh, so we can get to launch and so i, I did that and, and the first few months were the, the hardest part mm-hmm. of that uh,
0: i've read a bit about your biography before about your childhood and how you came to know about NASA but could you share with the audience about your life journey to NASA?
1: so i, I grew up um, in the southern part of the US in southern Virginia uh, it's about four hours south of Washington DC what i call in the country Right. And, and I grew up in a time and place where not a lot of resources, so we called ourselves poor um, as I look back. Uh, so I didn't have the the role models, uh, particularly STEM role models, uh, to help me see college a certain way and see the future a certain way. Uh, but once I did get off to college, and I did follow Apollo growing up, uh, but still didn't have that burning desire for space, but after I got to college, uh, Friends and colleagues were doing internships at NASA and they made it sound so interesting. Um, after a few years working in the industry, I decided to join NASA as well. And as we often say, once that space bug bites you, you can never look back. So I didn't look back for 33 years and here I am today. That's amazing. So we just have a few
0: more questions for you. For any of us who would like to get into the space industry, do you have any advice for us?
1: Uh, getting into the space industry, uh, first, uh, I'm big in STEM, so if, if you're in uh, STEM fields and certainly studying math and science in high school, it's critically important, what's doing well in school. And once you do that and, and go off to college, uh, again, I recommend a STEM field of, of any type. And by the way, in, in NASA space, NASA, uh, there are many other disciplines, not just STEM. I mean, there are folks with history backgrounds, people with law backgrounds and finance, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, so here in, in uh, Singapore, i recommend uh, getting involved in some of these space organizations even now uh, as internships, as people to just come help sweep the floor to get on the inside, whatever it takes, and then uh, things will blossom forward.
0: So you talked about your 33
1: years of not turning back once you joined NASA. So what about the future? What do you plan on doing? So I'm still a young man, although I look old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I So right now I plan to do more of what I'm doing here with you guys, and, and that's uh, sharing some of my knowledge and, and wealth of experience uh, with others, uh, young and old, uh, throughout the spectrum. So I, I plan to do a lot of that. Uh, also, some consulting, uh, helping organizations uh, increase performance. I'm real big on, on uh, team performance and I like, I love high performance teams. Um, and and then figure out what else will fill the gap uh, to keep me excited. Now, I do have three young grandsons, so I enjoy spending time with them as well. And, and they, they also enjoy it. Pa as a role model.
0: We wish you a really happy stay in Singapore and we hope that you, know, you enjoyed being here at NUSI and talking to us students. And thank you so much to all our listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Space Faculty Podcast.